Greetings, listeners. We are back for another episode of Catch Some Z's podcast. I'm your host, C. Um, first, I want to again say thank you um, for your patience as uh, the episode schedule for this season has gone through some changes. And I just appreciate everyone's flexibility and patience as I work through my own stuff to get you um, these episodes. So fear not, uh, we're, we're back on track. <laughs> and so we're, we're getting everything together. And I just like to address those things because I try to be responsible, right? I don't like to ignore the fact that, um, sometimes I'd be, I'd be bugging. And so I'm working towards improving, but, um, there's that little disclaimer. So happy Kwanzaa, everyone. Um, I'm filming this during the week of Kwanzaa. Today is Ujama, I believe. Or Ujima. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're about to check right now. Don't play me. It's also because I don't actually know what day it is today. Um, ah, excuse me. Today is Ujima. But, um, so, hello and welcome. Happy holidays, everyone. I hope you're all getting some rest in some way, shape, or form. And I am looking forward to today's conversation because, uh, like the previous episode, I, you know, kind of write down my ideas for what I want to talk about. And then when it actually comes time to film, I usually have a whole new set of life to share. Um, that's a little bit more targeted and on point for discussion. And so, Today's conversation is going to be all about perspective and here's what I'm talking about. I was looking back on some previous episodes, specifically season two, episode two, um, and it was uh, Money is the Anthem, I believe. And in that episode, if you haven't listened to it, I was talking about my time in college, my undergrad career, when I almost didn't make it back from my sophomore year because we didn't have enough money. And my mom did some fundraising to make that happen. And I was thinking about this because I I was I was feeling pretty discouraged um, looking at my bank account, <laughs> as many of us often do. And I was looking at my bank account. I was looking at my credit card statement. And I was like, damn, like, you know, this is crazy. You know, I'm I, I've, I've been talking to you all in the podcast and just like in life about uh, my job and the income. And then of course, you know, in the pandemic, so many of us have been having these conversations just on a larger scale. And so, you know, I was in one of those bags and I was thinking about that time in 2015, right? I, I, I say all the time when I get into, um, I guess kind of mindsets where I'm feeling a little bit defeated, I try to look back on, you know, previous struggles to remind myself that 
if we were able to get through those things, then we can certainly get through these new challenges, right? But the special thing about it was I had just come from a meeting with one of the guys, or rather the guy who back in 2015 was able to work something out with my mom for us to get the money. And, you know, now six years later, like I'm in meetings with him and it's, you know, it's whatever, it's cool. And it's just, you know, it's, it's a regular day's work, but it's like, wow, who would have thought, you know, six years ago that we, we would be fighting for our lives for me to get into this building. And now this guy's like a colleague, right? And then I started to think about some other things. I was looking at my uh, my credit card statement, like I told you, and my credit card limit, for example, at the time when I was looking at it was more, it was like two or three times the amount of what my balance was back when I couldn't pay uh, for, for my tuition. And so even back in 2015, right, it was something, I think it was like $3,000, Right. I somewhere in, in maybe maybe even a little bit less than that. Right. But whatever the number was, like we, we just did not have it. And I remember back in 2015 feeling so like, I mean, we was going through it. Right. But I was like, wow, like there are people not that three thousand dollars is nothing. Right. But there are people who could at least put that type of number or less, you know, on their credit card if push came to shove. Not that again, not to be financially like you know irresponsible or anything like that but there are people who could do that and at that time I didn't have a credit card and uh we didn't have we didn't just we just didn't have one right so that wasn't an, an option for us and so I'm looking at my own credit card now and I'm like wow like if if it came to that right I could put my tuition balance on my credit card um and not you know be over my my credit limit and I was like, wow, okay. And, you know, I talk about money all the time, right? Because I am trying to uh, reframe, reestablish my relationship to money and with money. And so that kind of, I guess that side by side or that realization, I was like, oh, okay. Um, and obviously, you know, things happen in the timing that they're supposed to happen, right? But I was just thinking about it as I was getting upset about current circumstances. I was like six years ago, these current issues like would not even be on your radar, my friend, because you were dealing with things that now, if they presented themselves as problems, you would have solutions and you would have like options in which solutions you wanted to pursue. Right. And so that certainly made me feel better because I was looking at my current issues and I was like, wow, six years from now, maybe not even six years, maybe a year, two years, whatever, the issues that you're facing currently, you're not even going to recognize them as issues moving forward. And that's what I wanted to talk to you all about. I have been doing a lot of that. I think, you know, as we're wrapping up this 2021 year, uh, I've been doing a lot of that kind of I guess those thought exercises um, because I found myself, you know, for in a, in a variety of different ways for a variety of different reasons, just, you know, feeling very, what can I do next? You know, how can I improve? How can I move forward? 
And there have also been a lot of times where I've been faced with, you know, very harsh realities um, about, again, systemic inequalities, um, my own personal, you know, shortcomings or my own quest for personal development and just getting frustrated with either not seeing progress or not feeling like I'm doing as much as I'm supposed to be doing and all of these things. And I've had to constantly remind myself this year that all of that, that pressure that I'm putting on myself is very relative and unique to my current set of experiences and they are not um you know they're not they're not permanent they're not constant and they don't have to be as big of an issue as I'm making them right like certainly acknowledge it for the sake of you know growth and development but it is not the end of the world right now um certain things that are happening because this is just you know one small point on the I guess what the spectrum, the, the, the graph that is my, my full life, you know? And so it can be very easy to make everything seem like the end of the world, but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, and again, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I always say right on this, on this platform, like I'm saying these things, right. As if it's a one, two, three thing. It's not, like I said, I have had to have that conversation with myself plenty of times this year for sometimes the same situations. Um, but it helps, you know, I'm very good for again, getting like devastated essentially because things are happening around me. Um, not even to me, but just like around me where I can see it. And it's like, wow, that sucks. And, you know, it kind of takes me on a path and it's a pretty negative path. And so I have to make sure that I don't get stuck in that. And one of the ways I do that is by doing that thought exercise. And I think I shared with you all too, in the previous episode, you know, once my birthday came, I don't know what happened, right? I just, it's been constantly like, it's, yeah, it's like that episode of Avatar, Zuko Alone. No, not Zuko Alone, but the episode of Avatar, The Last Airbender, season two, when him and Iroh are in Ba Sing Se, and he has that dream with the two dragons, and it's like, literally, like, it's the two sides of him clashing. That's been me since I turned 25, like, it's just been, it's been equal parts. Wow. You are going to get everything out of this life that you want just because you say so. And then also like (laughs) the world is burning and you're out of, you're out of water. You're out of just an extinguisher. Like you, you don't have the, the, the tools to do anything about it. And it's, it's constant. I just, just even the other day I got frustrated off of something that I saw like in the news And I was like, wow, this is a very large institutional issue. And like so many people are being affected by it and I can't do anything about it. And I got so upset. And then when I got upset, I was like, okay, this is just uh, inspiration for me to go out and make this world, you know, see what I want to see out of it. And (laughs) then I got like super invigorated to like, you know, get some things done. And that's, that's been the cycle. And it is, it is, I feel like it's insane. I, I do. I do feel like it is like absolutely mad and whatever. Okay. We, we, we get, we got to get through it. Um, <laughs> but the, the point, the point here is making sure that we kind of maintain that perspective on things because, um, again, everything is not in our control. It's not supposed to be, but what is in our control is also not the end of the world. It's not our whole entire world. And it helps, 
it helps to keep things in perspective so you can calm down. The other really interesting thing about perspective too um, is, I guess, the other people's perspectives, like in your story, like the outside looking in essentially. Um, Because I've been reconciling with that as well. Because I've been thinking a lot slash having conversations with a bunch of like my friends who I've grown up with. And, you know, we recently celebrated my best friend's birthday. And we were just, you know, sharing memories and stories from, you know, just grade school all the way elementary, middle, high school. And there are certain things where we talk about, you know, something that happened or conversations, whatever. You know, I remember something from a completely different angle than, you know, my my friends do. And sometimes they'll fill in the blanks and it's like, oh, yeah, like, don't you remember you did X, Y and Z or we were doing, you know, A, B and C and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, and, you know, it's pretty typical for teenagers, right? Um, Adolescents, teenage, whatever to, you know, it's 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 supposed to be like an awkward time, right? Because we're like physically growing and just a whole bunch of things are changing in us and around us and you know I look back on those years and to me like if you ask me to recount it I'm always going to you know start with or focus really on the ways in which the ways in which I could have done better in certain areas like it's like I don't have any regrets right it's not like I would go back and change things but it's like oh like me now wouldn't have done you know this particular thing and then when I talk to like my peers they're confused because they're like nope you you did in fact uh you you were you were like that then (laughs) you were like this back then and I'm like oh man really because like I don't know like I know me personally I look back and I'm like oh like there are times where I could have been a little bit more bold there are times where I could have been a bit more clear and you know direct about either my wants my desires my likes my dislikes but to them they're like you know no you always you know kept it 100 you were always straight to the point and I'm like oh okay cool (laughs) like and you know if you ask me to tell it I was this you know super timid person who uh didn't always speak my mind so I just wanted to keep the peace and it's like yeah I mean I want to keep the peace now I wanted to keep the peace then but I don't sacrifice you know like integrity in order to do that you know but um and I mean, that, that that has been consistent, right? So I, I think about that because that's also, you know, part of this whole perspective conversation too. Um, raise your hand if you beat yourself up over things. Um, and then if you ask literally anybody else, nobody noticed and or even knows what you're talking about because all they saw was the ways in which you stepped up, right? And so it's like we spend, obviously, we're our own biggest critics. Um, and that is something I'm also working on but you know we spend a lot of time looking at the ways in which we could have improved and we could have done better which is fine right like I'm always gonna be an advocate again for self-improvement but you know it's it's not that you need to improve because you were underperforming right you were doing something poorly you weren't holding up your end of the bargain and unfortunately that's how I often look at at least when I reflect on me that's how I look at things. I'm like, oh man, like you were really like, you were fumbling back then. And it's like, literally anybody else will look at me very confused because it's like you were doing anything but fumbling. Um, and my friends and I, again, we had this conversation all the time about just um, our output 
in you know professional settings and how we feel like we're not doing enough and all of our colleagues our superiors are completely flabbergasted by the quality of the work that we do because they're not used to it and we're confused because it's like damn sis this was not even me at 100% like what are you used to like the bar is on the floor so all of these pieces really contribute to the perspective conversation because we we can we can think ourselves into like a, a bad mood we can think ourselves into oh okay motorcycle we can think ourselves into a bad mood we can think ourselves into insecurity we can just think ourselves into negativity and that's the part i guess you know when people talk about oh like change your mindset for a better life you know if you take that at face value it's like mm, i'm not gonna just like happy thoughts my way out of you know <laughs> poverty <laughs> um but i think you know this is this is more what they're talking about right like having a better mindset and actually looking at the ways in which you do do things well as opposed to being a critic and only focusing on the negative things, um, one, it'll make you feel better because um, it's not like you're making it up. You're not delusional. You're not like, oh, I'm doing all these great things and you're actually not, right? Like that's that's a separate problem that I'm not licensed really to discuss here on this platform. But <laughs> you should give yourself credit for, you know, your accomplishments. And I I tell my friends to... Um, you know, when we are, when we're in those moods of doubt and negativity or when we're like, you know, about to embark on something new and we think, you know, about the, oh, what if it goes wrong and stuff like that? I always, I encourage myself to do the same thing too, but I encourage my friends to, you know, think about what also does it look like if everything goes according to plan? What does it look like if everything goes better than we expect, right? Like we can, I think it's natural that we're going to give a lot of energy to, the flip side of things like the negative side of stuff like it, it just it, it happens right um but I challenge myself to also think about the potential positives because it's it's not fair I think also to yourself and to just situations to go in anticipating destruction <laughs> and devastation um and if you're gonna do that at the very least find balance and also anticipate you know success and you know, once you start kind of doing that a little bit more, you'll notice that usually, especially if you if you go into those like if you're if you're someone who's about to enter a new situation, right? And you're thinking about oh, it's gonna go wrong, even though like you are in fact very prepared, even though you are in fact very capable, even though there's no real reason to be doubtful, you'll find that, you know, <laughs> the new situations are usually pretty successful. Um, and I want to say that they probably fall somewhere in the middle between like your worst fears and the best case scenario, but it probably actually is closer to the best case scenario just because again, you did your part, right? So um, I wanted to highlight that today um, as this episode is going to be out right before we transition into the 2022 new year. There are a lot of things, right? Every year, I think we, we you know, well, I'm going to do this. New year, new me. And this year is all about blah, blah, blah. Um, and I just want us to kind of think about our perspective on things moving forward. And, you know, there's there's work that we can do to kind of help alleviate the self-imposed stress, right? Um, and, 
if we can add these little pockets of sunshine and of peace and of positivity, I I have no reason to believe that it's not going to to help. As a matter of fact, I have evidence that it will help, right? Because of everything I just said, if you were listening. So please get with that. <laughs> um, I was originally going to talk a lot about Don Draper from Mad Men in this uh, episode, just because, you know, his whole shtick is keep moving forward. I'm Don Draper. Keep moving forward. Um, <laughs> I think that was a really good impression, by the way, if you've seen Mad Men, I think you will agree. But, um, you know, Don's flaw and this is not a spoiler, hopefully. Um, but, you know, he his whole thing is keep moving forward, but it's moving forward in the spirit of avoiding what's going on around him and or in his past and not keep moving forward in a way of actually assessing and accepting what's going on and working to improve from that. Um, so he's a little bit more conflict avoidant than I am. And, uh, well, that's just what makes him great. But so, yeah, I don't think he's he's too appropriate um, to kind of tie into here. But another piece I wanted to talk about um, as far as like perspective too, uh, not really. Well, it is. Anyway, OK, whatever. I wanted to talk about <laughs> the news about Avatar Studios um, again, if I haven't already. Cause I, I, I talk about it a lot and I'm going to talk about it some more like in other times. But basically, long story short. If you're not a fan slash if you're not familiar with Avatar The Last Airbender, the cartoon, the hit cartoon from Nickelodeon, um, please, like, get hip. It's, like, incredibly crucial media. But the long and short of it is I was, when they, they announced it um, this year, last year, I actually don't remember. But, you know, they announced Paramount... Uh, when Paramount Plus came out, they also said that Avatar was going to have like their own studios to, you know, do Avatar related content and like full control. Right. And all of us who are fans, obviously, like we're super excited, like mm, love it. <laughs> um, but because when the show first aired back in 08, oh, mm -mm, oh, six, oh, five, oh, five. Um, yeah, so when the sh when the show first aired back in two thousand five, it might be two thousand, might be two thousand four, one of those years. Okay, Chanel will correct us. <laughs> um, you know, it was it broke a lot of records for Nickelodeon, right? And it was just groundbreaking, and everybody loved it, and it was like a whole thing. And um, okay, so the long story short is they have they being just kind of like the industry has tried to capitalize on it in a variety of ways. And the creators have been invited to do certain things. The Legend of Korra series was supposed to be a mini series that got picked up for more seasons and then got cut like way sooner than anybody was expecting. It was like a whole thing. So the creators themselves over the last 10 plus years have gone through like a series of highs and lows, right? So to us, as the audience who's not like involved in it, all we saw is, okay, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, okay. Now like a spinoff series. Oh, okay. There's comics. Oh, okay. There's this movie that's awful. Um, and then most recently before the Avatar Studios announcement, um, Netflix was, you know, adapting a live action version that the creators were originally a part of and now they no longer are. And it's just kind of like, so you hear all that news and it's kind of like, hmm. and now, you know, to end with Avatar Studios, it's like, okay, great for us as the audience. Like we can get all the content that we're looking for, blah, blah, blah. But when I was like looking up their history 
it's like, oh, like they got picked up. Okay, great. And then they wanted to continue the story, but like just, you know, because of again industry stuff, they weren't able to the way they wanted to. Then Legend of Korra came about and they were invited to do a miniseries. And then the studio's like, oh my God, this is great. Keep it up. And then they kept ordering more seasons, more seasons. And then as they're working on season four, that's when they found out that they weren't getting picked up again. So they had to wrap up all the loose ends um you know kind of like all of a sudden and then we had the m sham uh, m night Shyamalan movie that was not good um don't watch it if you already haven't um and like you know that wasn't good and then you know the comics were out and stuff video games and things like that and then when we heard about the netflix adaptation it was like oh like look the creators are able to do more and then the creators stepped away from it and it was like oh my gosh and now it's been like 12 years and avatar studios is coming and so it's like TV shows, movies, everything in between, like comics, live action, cartoon, all these things. And like now it's really a space for the creators to really just kind of get in there and do it all. Um, But imagine, you know, imagine you being on this 12 year journey with this this piece of art that's like so near and dear to you that you've put your heart and soul into and that people have responded very well to. And you keep trying to find ways to you know again in, in improve upon that and add more to that world and then each time you kind of get a carrot it gets taken away from you or each time you get a new opportunity now it comes with all these restrictions and stuff and so I, I mean shout out to them one for like having the perseverance to just kind of continue and continue to find opportunities that make sense and again shout out to them for like again the avatar studios news because that's really big and I'm just so excited to see what they do with it but 12 years imagine 12 years you're working on your thing you know and it's not like they knew going into it oh yeah and then we're gonna have avatar studios and it's gonna be fine like you don't always know these things right um but you have to you have to keep moving forward right you have to trust in what you're doing but you also can't get too lost in the the valleys and and the and the downward like spirals essentially you know and again, us from the audience perspective, all we see, if we're especially if we're not in a creator field, if we don't know the ins and outs of the animation and TV industry, we don't know that. All we see are the headlines about, okay, new show, oh, new adaptation, oh, new movie, like, you know, and we might think everything is sweet when it's really not, you know, and then from the creator side, they might feel, I mean, again, I don't know them. I haven't spoken to them and I haven't read too many of their interviews and stuff, but they could very well be feeling, um, you know, why does the rug keep getting pulled out from under us? Why do we keep getting opportunities that keep getting taken away? Um, you know, so, I, you know, we don't know, but the point is we don't know. But in both cases, right, those of us who are fans of the show and who have been fans from either the beginning or, you know, you found it along the way, you know, we're excited for this because we know that the quality is good. We know that the content has always lived up to expectations, if not exceeded it. And we know that whatever comes next is going to be worth it. Right. And the creators also know that they put in care and time and effort into their product. And so it's not, you know, at least I hope they're not thinking that, oh, well, this, these, these opportunities keep getting taken away from us because we're not good at what we do. No, that's clearly not the case, Um, again, as evidenced by the record-breaking numbers that the original series had when it first aired and when it became available on Netflix and a whole bunch of stuff in between. So, I mean, I hope that they're not feeling 
like their stuff isn't good because it's very good <laughs> but you know they could be um and it's all about perspective so basically what i'm trying to say here is watch avatar the last airbender if you haven't already watch legend of korra if you can get your hands on any of the comics please do um <laughs> uh not sponsored but yeah so i just that's been heavy on my mind ever since that news came out i remember actually reading that article and i literally like i don't know if i yelled but i did let out like a wow amazing and then you know just thinking about how long this journey has been and you know i'm happy for them i hope that they're proud of themselves because this is a long time coming and i'm just yeah i'm really excited to see what comes and i'm really excited to see what comes with my own life and i'm excited to see what comes in your lives as well so that's my story so as we wrap up this episode and we are looking forward to beginning a new year we've already you know we already established right that we're not the people anymore who wait for a new year to come around for us to get you know things together and start making moves no when you feel the need to start making moves you just got to start making them right but uh, i do want to leave you with our episode question and it is this what is something you never thought you'd get past that you're now on the other side of so think about if you are currently going through something now or if you've gone through something um, super challenging and it just kind of feels like, damn, like, how am I going to get past this thing? Let's, um, well, no, first focus on something from your past that you, that was definitely an issue that you got over. So my example, this episode was, you know, paying tuition my sophomore year of college, um, if you can think back on something that you never thought that you would get past, but you're now on the other side of it, think about that thing and then think about whatever current thing you're going through and let that past thing serve as a reminder of your ability to get through it and come out on the other side. So think about something that you never thought you'd get past and now you're on the other side of it. Leave it in the comments on IG, Twitter, wherever, but we want to, let's have a discussion about it, okay? And this is also your friendly host reminder um, that you are, in fact, very capable of all of the things that you put your mind to. When you think about things, you know, when you have dreams, when you have visions of things and you want to, like, pursue it, um, it's all possible. And the fact that you were even able to conjure up those images, like, in your mind and think about that as a potential outcome means that it's possible. I'm trying to find the quote where I saw that first, but it was, you know, essentially it was, it was about um, somebody on the internet was talking about uh, male characters written by women authors <laughs> um, and you know, how romance novels are uh, basically unrealistic or yeah, just romance no novels in general, not even just like women's uh, women authored ones, but they were talking about how their their unrealistic expectations of love and like you can't find that in real life and someone rebuttaled and they're like hey well even if i don't personally experience it the fact that i'm able to think of it and the fact that i'm able to dream it up 
is proof that it can exist because I'm not going to make up something that is impossible, right? Um, And so whether or not I've seen it before in other media, whether or not I had an actual dream about it or anything like that, the fact that I can think about it, the fact that I can dream it up means that it has legs and that there is a possibility for it to exist. And I apply that same logic to my goals, my dreams, and all of that. And I want you to do the same thing. Whatever you want out of this life, whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a business venture, um, whether it's self-confidence in yourself, whether it's the way you want to decorate your home, it's all very possible. Um, And the fact that you can see it in your mind, the fact that you can even, you know, start thinking about it in that way means that it can exist. And that same logic also applies to the challenges that you're currently facing in life. When you're facing the previous ones, I know I used to always think about, "Mm, can't wait till I'm on the other side of this. (laughs) And now I am, right? So you do have to believe that you can get through this season and come out on the other side, ready to keep it pushing. So Thank you for listening, my friends. I hope you have a happy and healthy and prosperous new year. And we will be back before you know it. Bye.